0: Enterprise Management 360, your main source for tech news, analysis, podcasts, and videos for the enterprise. Hello and welcome to the EM360 podcast, where we have a weekly conversation with people here impacting the enterprise tech landscape. My name is Matt Harris, head of content here at EM360 and your host on today's episode. And today I'm joined by Sudha Srinivasan. Suda is the VP of Strategy and Solutions at Yugabyte, and we're here to talk about the importance of database
1: modernization. Suda, how are you doing today? Doing well, Matt. It's great to speak with you. Thanks for inviting me.
0: Yeah, and, and you, and you. Uh, Suda, could you just give us a little bit of background on who you are and what you do?
1: Sure. So my name is Sudha Srinivasan. I'm a techie turned business person, studied computer science, and I worked as an engineer at Microsoft in their uh, core operating systems division. Later in my career, I made the switch to the business side, leading alliances, strategy, and marketing at several tech companies. I'm the VP of strategy and solutions at YugaByte, the company behind DB, the distributed SQL database for modern transactional applications. DB is a relational database like Oracle, SQL Server, DB2, and PostgreSQL. So it offers relational data modeling that is familiar to most developers, things like tables, indexes, SQL queries, joins, transactions, and so on. But unlike those traditional relational databases, DB has a cloud-native architecture and offers data resilience and disaster recovery built into the database itself. You can scale the database easily when needed with uh, zero downtime or disruption, and you can deploy database clusters across different geographic regions or zones and this is useful to keep data close to users for performance or for regulatory compliance with data residency laws and so on. One of DB's key differentiators is the extent to which it is compatible with PostgresQL. Turns out that modern applications are embracing Postgres but struggle with data availability and scale. So DB retains the power and familiarity of Postgres while evolving its capabilities to a distributed cloud-native architecture. So Ugabyte DB is essentially PostgresQL for a cloud-native world. And like Postgres, it's also 100% open source. We can talk more about why all of this is useful.
0: Yeah, nice one. Obviously, I wanted to kind of you know pick your brain about uh, database modernization uh, today. So, So why is the... Topic so important for CIOs and CTOs right now.
1: Sure, Matt. Yeah, it's definitely a hot topic and top of mind for a lot of the CIOs and CTOs we are talking to. Uh, so to put, give you some context, right? Over the past decade, we have seen a big shift in the way that enterprises build and deploy technology-enabled products and digital services, right? Across a broad range of industries, companies are driven to innovate faster and deliver new services and experiences to their customers, all while keeping costs down. So virtualization and cloud infrastructure, public and private clouds enable this. So we saw massive adoption of these technologies. These companies then changed the way that they built applications so they could make better use of that cloud infrastructure. Right. So we went from monolithic architecture to microservices and scale-out applications that were designed to run on those commodity servers. We went from a waterfall development model to agile, from trans- traditional admins and operations teams to DevOps and so on, right? We've all seen this, it's a it's a familiar kind of shift that has happened. So now you have infrastructure and applications that can be programmatically deployed in minutes and scaled on demand when needed. But most business applications rely on a transactional database to store and serve data. And these applications now need a cloud-native transactional database that matches the rest of the stack. Right, because now you have one part of your stack that is kind of built differently, built for a different world, because legacy databases were not built for the needs of modern cloud applications. So you need a modern database that can be scaled quickly to meet unexpected demand without having to over-provision resources. You need a database that, that can stay up in spite of any infrastructure failures or planned system maintenance, And you need to be able to deploy the database in hybrid and multi-cloud environments, right? So after a decade of infrastructure and app modernization, we are now seeing a wave of database modernization as these companies go from traditional relational databases and NoSQL databases to modern cloud native transactional databases. And this is critical in order to realize the full benefits of digital transformation and this move to the cloud that they're all on.
0: Okay, yeah, perfect. And and you know, to what extent are companies really tied to that legacy database technology? And and why
1: is that bad? That's a great question, right? According to uh, some recent data that I had seen, Oracle, IBM, and SAP—all companies that have been around for on average about fifty years—still have seventy-five to eighty percent of the relational database market. Right, traditional database solutions like Oracle and SQL Server don't fully support the needs of modern applications, but because these databases are in the critical path of access for customers, and in many ways they define customer experience for these companies. Like if you're at a bank and you're making transactions, it is hitting a database at the back. So these businesses have been reluctant to change the database because it kind of just works. So instead of changing the database and moving to a modern database, they are working around these database limitations by engineering solutions in-house. For example, to get more scale from a database, it's very common for these companies to add a caching layer or to implement something called manual sharding, where they break up a big database into smaller chunks and manage this in-house. And again, to make the database more resilient to failures, these companies are implementing some kind of data replication solution as a bolt-on technology, right? The challenge with this approach is that over time, it gets complex, And it adds to the engineering burden, right? Homegrown solutions increase the fragility of your infrastructure, increase the technical debt that you're incurring, and slow you down because they take away your focus from what matters to your business, right? Those are the challenges. If you have legacy technology, it is very common for companies to not want to rock the boat and instead add layers of engineering around it to solve those problems. And over time, you reach a breaking point because it becomes untenable to kind of stand up that solution any longer.
0: Yeah, and how, and how is modern open source uh, SQL database technology supporting businesses with that, you know, transactional consistency, reliability, uh, and geo distribution in a hybrid and multi
1: cloud world? Sure. So let me break that up into two parts. So you you talk about open source technology and about distributed SQL. Let's start with distributed SQL. Right. Distributed SQL is this modern data architecture, which basically provides a SQL layer, like a query layer that looks like a traditional relational database to your applications, but behind the scenes, it is truly distributed. Now, distributed SQL databases eliminate the trade-offs between relational and cloud-native by giving you the best of both worlds. So you get transactional consistency, asset transactions, and all the benefits of your relational data modeling, along with the resilience scale and geo distribution when you need it, that is is something that you get from cloud native databases, right? So we combine those two, and now you have a single database that allows you to not have to pick between which of these is more important to you, right? You basically are eliminating trade-offs and in a single database, you're getting the best of both worlds. Now, on top of that, you layer on this open source and the ability to deploy the database in any hybrid and multi-cloud solution, uh, cloud offering, and now you have a truly versatile database because with open source and hybrid and multi cloud deployments, you get freedom from lock in and the choice of platform, right? What we call future proofing because now you're not tied to a single cloud infrastructure. And because the database is open source, there's a broad community of support for it. And you are, if you, worst case, if you don't want to deal with the vendor, you can just go and start using the open source database directly, right? And with Yugabyte, you can deploy YugabyteDB as open source software that you can go and download for free. In fact, we have a lot of companies that are using YugabyteDB this way. We don't even know who they are, right? It's open source software. You can go download it. We are committed to being open source. We also offer YugabyteDB as flexible database as a service that allows you to consume the database as a cloud service, right, fully managed in the cloud. So this eliminates a lot of your traditional uh, operational overhead of database management and infrastructure management. So the true benefit comes from combining the open source and multi-cloud hybrid cloud with core distributed SQL technology.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. So so just to kind of, you know, really kind of wrap this up, you know, what why, why do CIOs and CTOs really need to care about this stuff? And what would you say to those C-level decision makers that are really considering database modernization um, as, as a program?
1: Sure, so if you, if CIOs and CTOs kind of look at their infrastructure stack, they'll see that the database, the transactional database is that last bastion of old technology in an otherwise modern stack. And so they need to get on database modernization and move to a cloud native database if they want to really get the benefits of moving to cloud, right? So I would say, first of all, start now. I think that is already, it's already very, uh, it's at the point now where they need to start moving quickly. So start now but definitely take your time because databases are critical infrastructure and you don't want to rush in terms of moving the databases over. So have a plan for how you're gonna move your applications over, perform the assessment, uh, figure out which workloads you can start moving to the cloud immediately, which ones you will need more time to, do, uh, to move it later, right? Understand where you're headed and think about the needs of the future when you're picking a database solution, right? Because database infrastructure is something that you would decide for the next five to 10 years So think about what your business needs and application needs are gonna be for the next five to 10 years at least. And pick a solution that kind of is truly future-proof in terms of delivering what you need today as well as in the future. And the third point and probably the most important for any large scale transformation effort is it's not just about the technology, right? Very often picking the right technology does not mean that you're gonna succeed with transformation. So think about organizational transformation Think about how you're going to migrate your databases over from the old to the new. Think about the enablement required to succeed. How are you going to get the organizational culture to shift, but also to train your teams to have the technical know-how to operate in the new world. So when you kind of take all those factors into account, then you have a successful transformation initiative.
0: That makes a lot of sense, yeah. Suda, thank you so much for coming on today. I really do appreciate your time. Um, Where can people go to learn more about yourself and learn more about Yuga
1: Sure. So I'm on LinkedIn and Twitter. So you can find me on LinkedIn or Twitter. Just look for my name. And Yugabyte, just go to yugabyte.com. We have a website that gives you all the information you would need. We, are also, we have a community Slack channel that you can join. Uh, go to the website and look at the community Slack link and follow it. And uh, of course, if you want to just download the software and use it, you can go to the website and download for free. And we have the, a free, fully managed database offering that you can go sign up immediately. And get started in five minutes with Yugabyte TV.
0: Perfect. So remember, guys, that's Yugabyte.com. Suda, I really do appreciate you coming on, and thank you to everyone else who listened as well. We hope you took a lot away, and we will be back next week with another episode in our podcast series. Until then, make sure you subscribe to this podcast on all major platforms. Follow the conversation on our socials at em360tech on Twitter and LinkedIn. And for more great daily content, please head on over to em360tech.com.